0: So we're going to look today at the topic, Resurrection Revealed. So Easter Sunday was about resurrection life, and it was about the reality of the the resurrection of Jesus Christ taking place in us, and I talked to you about it, giving you a smile that you cannot wipe off your face, because we had gone through, lent together, we had we had really pondered the suffering of Jesus and even as today as we remember him and remember what he went through for us it 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 is um gripping and meaningful but we But we mustn't stop there. We must remember that on the third day he arose. He is risen. We serve a risen savior. He's in the world today. There's the hymn says, I know that he is living no matter what men may see, may say, we serve a risen savior. We have resurrection life in us. And then last week, Craig talked about resurrection relationships, the relationship of living according to the resurrection and so today we are talking about resurrection revealed so in our text in the first verse of john 21 it says later jesus appeared again to the disciples beside the sea of galilee now in the english standard version that verse reads this way after this jesus revealed himself again to the disciples by the sea of Tiberias. And he revealed himself in this way. He revealed himself to them in this way. That's what we're looking at in this passage is a instance of how Jesus revealed himself. He appeared to them again. He revealed himself. So what are some things? I want to share a little bit from the sermon I heard last Sunday in Nashville about Jesus' resurrection body, because there are some things about his body that are promised to us. In the New Testament, it says that he is the first fruits of the resurrection and that when we are resurrected we will be like him we will have that kind of body that he has well what are some things about his body that went on after the resurrection it it, when he appeared to the disciples so in john it says this is the third appearance the first couple is when he came to them in a locked room The doors were locked. The windows were locked. The walls were made of walls. He came into that room in his resurrection body. It it had the ability, that body of Jesus had the ability to just appear into whatever space. Okay, and so that is that is really hard for our minds to fully get around. When he made that appearance, he offered them to look at his hands and see the scars. So whatever that body was carried in it, physical attributes of the natural body, the ability to see the scars were still there. And yet it had this ability to appear and disappear. So the um, minister that was preaching last Sunday was trying to share it like this. And I think it's it's an interesting concept, To So I'm just going to borrow it from him and share it with you. Um, We are aware of dimensions, you know, two dimensional, three dimensional. The reality of. Whatever Jesus was in heaven before he confined himself to our dimension is beyond our imagination. There are dimensions we don't know about that are just amazing. And so he was. He talked about what if all of us, what if we moved ourselves into two-dimensional thinking? And we just thought of ourselves as having... Height and width, so like like a piece of paper, you know, height and width, but that's it. That's what you have. And then Jesus walks into the place and says, I will make you a cube. <laughs> so he's adding this new dimension. And because we've never had that dimension, we don't even understand what a cube is, We don't even understand how that can happen because we've only functioned in these two dimensions. And he's saying, I can make you three-dimensional. Well, that's just a very simple concept for us to think about. But that is the reality of what a resurrection body is going to. It's going to be that different. (laughs) It's going to be, it's going to have similarities, just like a square has similarities to a cube, but it's going to have these extra dimensions that are beyond our ability to fully grasp that's part of what Jesus revealed as he would appear to the disciples in this resurrection body and then but he but then he's saying you in the new testament when we are resurrected we will have that kind of body that is kind of wow right That is kind of amazing to think about. So Jesus reveals himself to the disciples. So what I want to look at in this text is kind of the mixture of the supernatural and the ultra natural, like so natural that you don't even think twice about it. It's just like, oh, yeah, that happens all the time. That's just natural. And yet it's put together with the supernatural and that is the way jesus is revealing himself to the disciples at this time they're in galilee they were there because jesus told them go to galilee i'll meet you there all right and and then peter says i'm going to go fishing and the other disciples say well we'll come too Ultra natural, (laughs) just the norm, just a thing to do to, to, while they're waiting, they're not being disobedient. They're just, they're just in Galilee, they're waiting and, and they just go fishing. And then it says they caught nothing all night. Also ultra natural. (laughs) There are many times where you'll go fishing and it just, they're not, the fish aren't biting or whatever. Now for This culture and many of the disciples before they came to Jesus were fishermen by trade. So having a bad night of fishing in that case was not like just not having fun on a hobby. It was a bad day at the office kind of thing. But there they are. And then they see somebody on the shore. That's not that unusual. But they can't see him well enough to know that it's Jesus. But we know because we get to, you know, we have the narrator's view that this is Jesus on the shore. So he calls out to them, well, go ahead, have you caught anything? And they're like, no. And he says, well, go ahead and put it on the other side of the boat. And in this case, they didn't even really question it. They just went ahead and did it and and just put the net on the other side of the boat. And then the Bible tells us it the net filled up so much they could not haul it in. And that's when... Suddenly, John says, it's the Lord. So one of the ways Jesus revealed himself to the disciples is by working a supernatural miracle in the middle of the ultra natural goings on. And I just want us to be ready for what how Jesus might want to reveal himself to us as we are living our life we're obeying him we're reading the scripture we're we're not in rebellion we're doing what he's asking us to do we had time during discipleship mosaic to just kind of share just catching up on life what are we all doing what's on the horizon what's happening with us the reality is each of us just have life that we're living And I want you to understand that it is meant to be integrated with your life in God. He is revealing himself by working a miracle in the middle, a miracle in the middle of what's going on. It's not necessarily going to be, okay. I'm going to hop off of life for a while i'm getting off of this train and going over here onto the the supernatural track and 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 when i'm there then god could do amazing wonderful things i just want to convince us that that's not how jesus revealed himself here Jesus revealed himself in his resurrected body as somebody that comes into the middle of the natural and does the supernatural. And he wants to be with us in our everyday life, able to do that kind of thing for us. Amen. Amen. Well, OK, I want you to just expect you, you got to expand your mind It's beyond the dimensions, you know. All right. It's beyond what you expect. You probably might not be looking for it at your desk tomorrow, but what if it happened? (laughs) What if somehow Jesus revealed himself to you and something that your normal way of making your living all of a sudden becomes like 153 fish breaking the net that's so heavy you can't haul it in? I want us to see that God can do above and beyond what we can ask or think. And not just can he, but I think he kind of wants to. I think he wants to be involved in our lives. He wants to bring the supernatural into the ultra natural. So Peter was very excited when he finally understood it was the Lord. He jumps and he grabs his robe around him, jumps in the water. It says they were only about 100 yards away. Um, so he gets, he, you know, they're, they're in the boat. They're, they're working, getting the net pulled to the shore. And then when they got there, Jesus already had fish. It was already cooking. <laughs> it was, you know, and and he had stuff ready for him. And he says, uh, "Bring, bring me some more. Bring some more fish over, and we'll cook them too." And so then it says, "So I, I'm just imagining Peter," and and here's what I want you to 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 pick up on this: Jesus likes your personality. Jesus likes you. <laughs> He's having fun with them. He's like, okay, so here's Peter like splashing, swimming, splashing, getting to the shore. And then Jesus says, bring some of the fish over. And so he goes splashing back out to where the nets are to finish bringing them in to get some fish to take to Jesus. He's so, um, you know, he can't do anything uh, mildly. But if Peter was in the room, you, you, you knew it, you know, well, but the other disciples are there too. And Jesus is connecting with all of them and he's just enjoying the moment with them. I want you to see, he brings his supernatural resurrected self into our ultra natural and our personalities will get displayed in that, you know, different ones are going to respond differently. Uh, You know, John is just like saying, it's the Lord. And, you know, he may, he may have just been bursting out into song. I don't know what it is, but for Peter, that meant action, get out of the boat, run, swim, get up there, go back to the boat, yank the, you know, all of the stuff. So, so Jesus is just revealing himself to them in the middle of this reality. Jesus enjoys you. I'm just convinced he enjoys your personality. Why? Why would all these details of this story be a part of the text? Other, it's because it's 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 showing us the gritty, normal reality of just living life and what it was like. It it's giving us the details of how they responded, and I believe that part of what Jesus was revealing is his pleasure with us his pleasure of our different personalities coming together and 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 being in communion with him being in communion with him it's interesting to me that that this miracle harkens back to some miracles that jesus had done before he was killed he, there was another time where the nets were filled and the, and they had to work together to bring them in. There was another time where Jesus asked for some fish to be brought and, and the two um, fish and five loaves were brought and he broke them and fed a multitude. And so he's sort of showing that these kinds of things that I did for you before are still a part of life and and he told the disciples but again it was in those extra dimensions it's really hard to understand but he said greater things than I, than you have seen me do you will do and i think that is like that promise is still you know it the the expiration date hasn't hit on that yet we are called to let the supernatural be happening in our lives and see great things happening. And I, I don't know what that's going to look like, but I would like for us to at least believe it, (laughs) at least get our posture set where what We, we could see God do something like that in our life. Yes. That's what resurrection revealed will do for us. Do we serve a dead God Do we serve an idol made of wood or stone or metal that has no eyes to see, that has a a form of a mouth, but it cannot speak? No, we serve a living God. We serve a resurrected Savior, and that resurrection revealed through Jesus Christ says that we can live a victorious, supernatural life flowing through our everyday natural existence amen so ending up jesus said bring some of the fish you've just caught so simon peter went aboard and dragged the net to the shore there were 153 large fish and yet the net hadn't torn just that was a miracle that it worth noting that somehow this great harvest didn't um, break the machinery so to speak it didn't overheat, didn't, it didn't break the net, it, it worked. And then Jesus says, now come and have some breakfast. And none of the disciples dared to ask him, who are you? They knew it was the Lord. Part of the resurrection revealed in our lives is a deep, deep knowing, a deep knowing when the Lord is speaking to you. Now, w- there's been a couple of conversations even today about receiving some guidance from the Lord or some wisdom, not sure about this decision or that one. And that that is a reality that sometimes we just have to wait on the Lord to know exactly the next step to take. But this is this is not about what to do. This is about, who he is. And whether you know what to do next or not, we are offered a revelation of Jesus that creates within us that deep knowing that we know him, that we can talk to him and we know that he's listening, that we can be in conversation with him. And even if we're struggling with our hearing and knowing exactly what he's saying to us, we don't have to struggle with him. We know he is him. And there is this deep knowing. They said that they dared not even ask, who are you? Because they knew it was the Lord. Before, While they were out there and couldn't see the shore very well, not sure. Who is that? There was enough about that resurrected body. There were enough extra dimensions going on <laughs> with it that like the disciples on the road to Emmaus talked to him for hours while they were walking and weren't, didn't realize it was him. And then the scripture says, when he sat down and broke bread with them, their eyes were opened And then that's another place where, and then he disappeared. So he just in another dimension that our bodies can't do that. We can't just disappear, but he did that. So there, there was something about this resurrection dimension that there were times where the disciples saw him, didn't realize it was him. But then once, you know, you know, there's no, there's no question. And once you know that Jesus has spoken to you, revealed himself to you, given you that sense of relationship with him, that is a solid thing that we, that Jesus has revealed to us that you can hold on to. Okay. We've got Jesus revealing himself through multiple dimensions, Dimensions we can't understand, the way he can appear and disappear, show up when they're not expecting him. That's still true. God can show up wherever we are. His presence is everywhere. We, he made us his temple. We are temple of the Holy Spirit, and his presence is with us. He is wanting to do the supernatural in the middle of your natural. He wants to show up while you're just doing what you're doing and reveal himself. And if it calls for a miracle, he is able to do that. He is able to provide. And then he will give you that deep down knowing that you know, knowing that you know. Amen. Amen. I want us to have a moment of prayer. that we receive the revelation of the resurrection within our hearts, that we don't live our lives as though Jesus lived a long time ago, and that we, w- we will live with him again in the future. But what's going on right now? He is alive and in us and wanting to reveal himself in us and through us. With His resurrection power, let's pray. Jesus, thank you for liking us. Thank you for uh, giving us personality and and giving us stories in the Scripture that show the 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 little details of the ultra natural way of living that, that they were just naturally responding to you as best they could. But you took pleasure in that Lord. I pray that you will help us to receive you as our resurrected living savior, that we would allow the supernatural to invade our natural, that we would receive that knowing that we know deep in our heart that that we did we don't even need to ask we know this is you at work in our lives i pray that we would accept the fact that there are things about you dimensions about you that will always be beyond our ability to fully grasp and yet you are loving you are good you are kind you are for us you are for us lord Thank you for it. I just pray that you will help us now to, to seal this time with a time of worship, a time of receiving from you, a time of giving to you that which we need to do. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name.